Hello and welcome to the sixth ever podcast of Avoidance Issues with your host, comedian, and human being, Adam Grabowski. This is the sixth episode, even though on the last episode I called it the fourth, but during this quarantine time, it's really hard to tell the days apart. Now, this one is extra special because in this episode, I'm going to read you a few joke notes that I found in old notes on my old iPhone. What that means is that they were premises that never got fully developed because I didn't know where I had saved it. I had saved it to the phone instead of to the iCloud, and therefore these notes have not been seen in a couple years. If you've listened to the previous episodes, they are supposed to be recorded in the morning when I wake up because I use a premise called First Thought, Best Thought. The whole point of this podcast was so that I could avoid hating myself in the morning. I could avoid upsetting myself by worrying about everything and being trapped in my brain. And the way I avoid it is by talking to you, by having a listening audience. I was no longer just talking to myself in my own brain. I have thusly avoided recording until it's nighttime. This is the latest I've recorded this podcast yet. And that's not exactly my fault, okay? As I've told you before, I am in the Midwest, and we got a nice day outside. It was supposed to rain later in the day, so that means I had to get outside as soon as I woke up, which was at 11 a.m. Shut up. And (laughs) I did yoga in the sun, and the mat was black, and it kind of burned my feet, and it was great. And it's probably going to be 20 degrees again tomorrow, and everything's going to be stupid. So I had to get out there. And that is my excuse for why I avoided this earlier, but I haven't avoided it yet. I mean, we're we're six for six right now, baby. Let's keep this rolling. Now, what I wanted to share with you this time is uh, just a couple of notes that I found in my phone. Um, the first note is, uh, this is not a joke. This is just something that happened to me apparently three years ago. It says, a guy next to me on the plane just Googled What do I do if my girlfriend says, have a nice day? It it was the saddest thing I had ever seen. And by the way, I gave it a little more context by saying, what do I do if my girlfriend says, have a nice day? But, you know, just just to make sure his Google search was good, he, he put under Google, what to do if girlfriend says, have a nice life? What to do if girlfriend says, have a nice life. I censored it in my brain and made it nicer. At the exact wording of the note, I had to go back and reread it, is what to do if girlfriend says, have a nice life. And it took everything in me not to inquire. Like I, did, I, I could have been sneaky about it and started a conversation with this guy about something else and been like, so what's going on with you? How are you? And then maybe he would bring it up himself. You know, but there was no way for me to really interject and be like, oh, man, that sucks. And that usually that's that's like one of the worst texts you could get. Have a nice life. I just I feel so bad for that. But I'm proud of him for like trying to research before he replied. I am so reactionary and I know people that are much more reactionary than me. I also know some people that take a long time to react. My father is one. He will pause, look at you. Kind of like a 404 error file not found. Total poker face. 
and then react. So that is, uh, I'm glad the person was at least doing some research. Another note that I had from long, long ago, uh, it's a little bit of a joke. It says, my friend always says she's afraid she's going to die alone. So what I told her was, well, if that's the case, when you're going to die, just take somebody with you. I, I paused for laughter there so you guys could laugh. Listen, nobody wants to die alone. I don't think people want to die in general. But yes, I guess dying alone would be worse. But she kept talking only about the dying alone part. It wasn't, I want to live a fulfilling life with a person. I want to have a partner that's going to be there for me and I could be there for them, that we could build something together. It was always just the, I'm going to die alone. That's it, all the time. And I was like, well, if you're going to go, take somebody out with you. Murder, suicide. Not real advice I would give. It is a joke. Uh, here's another note. It's, uh, <laughs> it just blatantly says, girl jean front pockets are so small, but then jean short shorts have deep pockets and some are sewn shut. Apparently I was having a difficult time coming to terms with the fact that girl pants don't have real front pockets, but girl jean shorts have huge hanging baggy jean pockets listen i didn't say these were the best things ever i'm telling you that these are old notes that i found here's a fun one it is when uh, whenever in portland or seattle there's a fun game you can play it's called hipster or homeless okay hipster or homeless and the only way you can determine whether or not you are going to be correct about if someone is hipster or homeless, is if there is a lid on the coffee cup. Lid on, hipster. Lid off, homeless. Now, I, I, I feel bad about that joke because I don't want to make fun of anybody that's in a situation where they do not have the shelter they may want. Although Portland and Seattle is the only place in America where I've seen people in their early 20s electively homeless. Like, living on the streets, but totally okay with it and making this an aspect of their journey, which, by the way, if you have circumstance that may not be the safest or healthiest, but you want to make the best out of it, I'm all for it. It just seemed as though uh, this is the only time I've run into a contingency of people that are like, no, I'm choosing this. This is what I, what I want, this is what I want, or what I want right now. So I found that to be interesting. Um, I made a little note that said, uh, why do they even have weather channel in LA and why do they have any weather reporter in LA? There is no such thing as weather. It's just room temperature, but everywhere. I don't know if that's funny, whatever, whatever, whatever. Ooh, this is a good little note that I have shared with other people and I'll share with you now. If you are somebody who takes a flight and you want some room to yourself, let's say it's like Southwest Airlines, because you get to choose your seat, whereas in other ones you are assigned, in which case I always board last whenever I'm boarding United or American or Delta, because who cares? My seat is assigned. It doesn't matter when I get in there. I mean, unless I really know I want to get my overhead suitcase in, and I don't care if it's gate checked, then that may be the only reason, but I don't want to board and then have every single person walk past me. I'd rather just wait until the end. But if you're on a Southwest flight, 
I have a fun little trick that I do. I think it's rude to spread your stuff out. I think if you sit down and cover the other seats as if you have friends coming and then they don't show up or there was nobody coming, I think that's rude. I think some people try to spread their space by putting their coat or their backpack or their work bag or their laptop, or some people try to look sick and then you'll get away from them. But I found that one of the best tools is you just sit in the middle seat and look way too happy to be there. If, there, if you're given the option of aisle, window, or middle by yourself, and you choose middle, and you look smiley at everybody going by, they will not sit next to you. They'll be like, this is, I do not have the energy for this person. Also, are they trying to make friends or what? Is someone coming to sit next to them? And many times I've gotten the whole row to myself because I sat in the middle. Now, one thing that does happen is you might get a friendly stranger a new friend that comes through and they look at this as an opportunity and they'll pick like the aisle seat next to you. And then you could just swap over to, to the window when it, when the plane's about to take off. So always make sure you know how many people are going to board the plane. If it's going to be a full flight, then you're going to be stuck in the middle. But if there's going to be empty seats, that's how you get a row to yourself. I think it's kind of, kind of fun. You could let me know if you like these, this old notes episode of avoidance issues. Maybe this is me avoiding making them into real jokes. Maybe this is my outlet for telling jokes because it is still the stay-at-home order and I can't go out. Here's another <laughs> here's another note. It's not a full joke. It's just um it's just the observation when like girls hit people or like hit a guy and like and then and then when you actually react to it, they'll be like, "What? That didn't hurt." I don't know. I just see that a lot like from my audience when I'm performing where like a guy will she a girl will be laughing at a joke I told and her man will be laughing at the same joke but he'll get hit for laughing at the joke that I told even though she's laughing at it so that's that's some of my favorite I'm like what it's a transitive property of like he gets in trouble but I he didn't even say anything all he did was laugh at what I was saying so that's always fun uh, I have also had uh, people in the audience, in the front row, like I've had a I've had a woman uh, like slap her man, and she was like shh, but she shushed him not when he was talking. She shushed him when he was laughing, because he was laughing loud, and I was like, no, no, ma'am, no, that no, that's what I want. I want that. Oh God, this note. I think I know what this note means before I've even read it completely. It was just talking about how babies are like pure badasses. Like I kind of aspire to some of the things that children and babies do, which is their lack of awareness for how they're being judged for their behaviors. Like I was I was boarding a plane and uh, this baby was leaning over its mom's shoulder, looking at me, just staring at me, direct eye contact direct eye contact, and then just threw up. Never broke eye contact. Threw up all over the mom and the mom's back. Never broke eye contact. And it was the most alpha shit that's ever happened to me in my life. It's the most alpha thing that I've ever experienced. Like, could if you want to take over in your new job or in a boardroom or if you join an organization, go up to whoever's in charge 
Just look all of them straight in the face. Vomit. And never break eye contact. And just stand there until they do something. It's the most alpha thing I've ever seen. It's a, it's a total power move. <laughs> oh, man. God, some of these ideas are terrible ideas. This one just says, cup of bees lip plumper sketch. So apparently there are a lot of different lip plumping, let's call them lip balms or lipsticks that are out there that are really just a chemical that inflames your skin. And definitely the lip part of your skin gets inflamed and then it becomes plumper because your body is swelling to to protect yourself from it and kind of like an antihistamine so i just thought you know why not just have a cup of bees that'd be a good lip pumper it's just it's just a vial of bees that's what you just a little test tube of bees you just just rub it across rub the opening across your lips so the bees can sting you and then you got your nice plump lips i think that was about the time when they were doing that like uh, I hate when they call them a challenge because sometimes it's a challenge. These challenge they should replace the word challenge with dare, okay? Because sometimes they're like, oh, it's the the Kendall Jenner lip challenge or whichever Jenner it was, and then people would suck on a glass or a cup until their lip, um, until the blood vessels in their lips would explode, and around their lips would explode, and they would have these huge, uh, uh, swellings of their lips and lip area because of the suction. I think that's more of a dare than a challenge. I think we need to. I think we need to change that. Um, this is one that I really need to bring back, and we might, we might be, uh, we might be, <laughs> we might be ending on this. Who knows? But I found that the best response ever uh, happened to me when I was at a uh, when I first moved to Hollywood. Uh, when I first moved to Hollywood. I walked into this bar, and uh, immediately when I walked in, this guy was like, can I do coke off your chest? And I was like, what? And I was like, this is like the first Hollywood bar I went to. This is the first thing that I heard. No, he said, oh, sorry. He said, can I do coke off your abs? That was the first thing of a Hollywood bar that I walked into. I was like, why do you think that that's okay? Like, why do you, why do you, think that you're allowed to ask that or that that's acceptable or that I'm not a cop and how do you know I have abs and the person just goes girl and that was it and then just like walked away but it was like enough of an answer like I and then I learned like you could just say like girl and like you don't have to ever say yes or no like hey Bill did you finish those reports and you just be like girl and walk away and they'll the big wait, like it works as an answer at the time, but it doesn't, it doesn't work in, in general. You never have to answer the question. So I really like the answer of like, girl, <laughs> like Adam, do you, are you going to continue doing comedy and, and think that you're going to have a career after this, uh, this quarantine is over girl. <laughs> See, I never have to answer. I never have to answer at all. Uh, the note that I have, though, is uh, in reference to the fact that I ran into Girl Guy again later at a different bar a couple years later. And we had like, 
we, we, we just started talking like out of nowhere, just like he said something. And then I replied to it, even though I didn't know him. And I was like, what do I know you from? And then he's like, I don't know. And I, then I was like, oh, you're a girl guy. And he's like, I'm just a guy. And I was like, no, you're shit. Um, you're no, it was your birthday. And you just immediately asked if you could do drugs off me. The moment I walked in a bar, and it was my first experience in Hollywood. And he's like, yeah, that sounds like me. And I was like, okay, cool. So, and I was like, wait, like, is that just something you normally do? And he was like, girl. <laughs> and I was like, that's the best answer so far i think that's the best answer i think it's a lot of fun i might make a maybe every six episodes we could do joke notes i mean that's coming down to almost once a week oh my goodness that's setting me up to have things i have to do well this would be giving give me a good outlet i sometimes feel like ever since twitter or instagram or any other outlets to share really short jokes came about it it kind of killed developing jokes further sometimes like i purposefully have avoided tweeting for years you know i've had a twitter but i've i've avoided it for many many months or years at a time just because i you know found that if i came up with something that i thought was kind of funny I would like tweet it out or post it and then I wasn't developing it because I had my outlet for getting it out there rather than what I really wanted to do, which was develop it live in person in front of people and like add more to, to the notes itself. Um, also not every one of these notes is going to be a, a winner. Um, the note at the top simply says, a woman mind reader is just called a woman. I okay, that is kind of funny because like, because if a guy's a mind reader, they're like, whoa, it's a profession. But like, women can read each other's minds and other people's minds. Whatever. It's not. There's a reason it stayed in the notes. There's a reason it stayed in the notes. Oh man, I just miss being able to go outside and being able to play the game hipster or homeless. You know what I mean? That could be fun right now. I had to postpone a flight to both Portland and Seattle. Uh, I chose out in that area for the month of April that I was not able to do. So yay. Although, it's not like they were the best weather. No, you know what? Some of the sunniest, most beautiful times have been in Washington State. If you ever get the chance, go out to Washington State. And if you follow me on Instagram, go back a little bit to the beginning of February where I had um, I had a bunch of gigs in Washington and I drove from Spokane to Walla Walla and it was the prettiest drive ever. Like just these just these rolling hills that look like look like a desktop screensaver, like the gateway um, computer background image if you remember those ads. And then I found the areas that even look like Minecraft because they stack all the hay bales exactly like that. And the earth was so vibrant green and yellow and the sky was blue. It really looked like a video game. It was super cool. I'm not getting nostalgic. You're getting nostalgic. There's another joke that I want to share on here, but it's a little bit uh, uncensored. So we're going to develop that and maybe share that at the beginning of the next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
to the Joke Notes episode of Avoidance Issues. We never know what we're going to get each time we record one of these, but hopefully it's something that'll help remind you that you're not alone. Never forget to say it anyway. I'm your host, Adam Grabowski, and I'll see you next time.